0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: I said, hey, Hey. welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, Hey.
2: welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a
1: really fine cigar it is time for happy hour it is the man cave happy hour whiskey cigar spirits the stories that go along with it i'm Jamie flanagan i am matt fox and we are uh half of us are in the palatial <laughs> podcast detroit <laughs> northville studios and the other half are uh, in their nice cozy warm home in, in troy michigan
3: yeah i kind of am
1: and it's uh <laughs> it's time for just a
3: taste matthew yeah, we're doing just a taste tonight, and I'm so excited as to who's going to be doing just the taste with us. Uh,
1: tonight. I just I turned the camera on, and you went oh, get out. Uh, there's <laughs> a I don't think this I don't think uh, the studio looks pretty good. I just have very modestly, very immodestly. I think our uh-huh. studio looks pretty good most of the time. We got yeah a, yeah, yeah. We, we got a good looking little man cave studio happening here, but today. <laughs> It is looking <laughs> really good. Uh, and only half of that reason uh, <laughs> is is the parade of bourbon on the table. Uh, <laughs> the other half is, is our guest today and yes. uh, Greta Harper from Maker's Mark. Greta.
0: Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, my God. Thanks. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Man Cave. <laughs> we were chit-chatting ahead of time and I, I kind of explained to her that, Matt, we don't know what we're doing.
3: <laughs> we try to, but uh, nine times out of ten, we haven't the slightest. Yeah,
1: and uh, the 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 whole purpose, and I'm I'm really really excited. I, I appreciate you being here because uh, the, the whole goal, our goal for Matt and I, is to learn, and then hopefully people get a kick out of some other of ridiculous crap we say, and then uh, maybe they learn a little bit something along the way. And just just the ten fifteen minutes we chatted beforehand, I was like, whoa, you're gonna have to re-explain that uh, <laughs> yeah, when when we start rolling. Uh, and, and I, I'm just, uh, I don't even know where, I don't even know where to start. But so Greta, what we're going to do is is we're going to start with you. Uh, Greta, uh, tell me about your childhood.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) We're going to go way back. Way, way back.
1: Uh, Just tell me about you a little bit.
0: (laughs) Um, so we were talking earlier and, um, I started in the industry back in 1997, 98, uh, I got a job at hard rock cafe in Atlantic city and I absolutely fell in love with the industry. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grow up. Uh, I still don't. Uh, but this is pretty good. This is a pretty good gig. Uh, I think it's the best job on the planet, but, um, I worked my way through restaurants and bars, um, in Atlantic city and Pittsburgh um, and I got a job with Maker's Mark about a year and a half ago, Okay, and All the rest right. is history. So
1: you've been learning.
0: I've been learning. So I learn something new every day. Yeah. I am one of those people that is just a, a curious learner to the bone.
1: But you said 20 years. You've been in the bar business and, and, and spirits business for, for 20 years. Uh, it's a new venture around two years here with, with Makers. So what did you know uh, before coming to Makers about spirits or, or bourbon?
0: Well, I thought I knew a whole lot more than I did, yeah. which, is, which is usual, <laughs> I think. Um, so I had been a bartender. I had done everything basically in a restaurant. I had been a GM, so costing. I had done uh, consulting. I had done huge events in Pittsburgh, uh, rum rock and reggae, um, cultured cocktails, things like that. Mm. And I I wanted to spread my wings and, and see what this side of the business, this supplier side of the business was all about. So we did a three-week intensive training um, at the distillery. Um, and we actually flew out to ISC, which is Independent stave Company in Missouri, mm-hmm. um, on a little charter jet. It was it was so cool. Yeah. Uh, I felt like <laughs> I felt pretty amazing for the first time. I was like, wow, I'm in a private jet. This is not my life. But um, <laughs> every day, it was learning something different, whether it be about wood science or um, distillation, uh, anything like that. It was it was pretty amazing.
1: So what what is your exact position with uh, Maker's Mark?
0: So I am a uh, diplomat. Okay. So, I'm a diplomat right now for <laughs> Michigan and Missouri.
1: We need more diplomats in our world. <laughs> yeah. Urban, urban diplomacy
0: is needed uh, by everyone right holy now. Holy
1: smokes. Um, and, and so, and you cover three states for them?
0: So, I did cover Wisconsin. So now I just cover um, Michigan and Missouri.
1: Michigan and Missouri. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. And that's really,
0: that's kind of spread out from one another. Yeah. So, when I was in the interview process, I originally thought so. um, I had lived in Pittsburgh for the last 20 years. um, And the original territory was Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Michigan. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I was like, well, maybe I don't have to leave. Maybe I can stay in Pittsburgh because it's basically equidistant between Philly and Detroit. Yeah. And then right. Jane was like, "Yeah, no, I'm thinking maybe Wisconsin and Missouri." And I, I, like put my geography hat on real quick, and I was, I don't think those states touch. And she's like, "Yeah, no, they don't. It, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." So
3: a, I either drive the turnpike or I fly. That's that's either one or the other, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. So I put um, this this year in the past twelve months, um, even with what's going on in the world, yeah. I put uh, twenty seven thousand miles on my car, and before that, I. Was flying all the time. I don't
1: think you people know how maps work. (laughs) (laughs) Have another Uh, drink. Yeah. So, um, but then, all right, so on the table, you rolled in this just this awesome case, and uh, we started talking about the different staves and things. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I had an idea of what we might do, but uh, you pulled out this bag of tricks that I did not even expect. And uh, so why don't you just kind of curate, uh, what are we gonna? What, what should we taste today that's out on the table, and uh, what do you want to teach us about?
0: Um, well, let's start with a little bit of history. Yeah, yeah. And then we yeah. can go through tasting. Yeah. So everything that we're going to taste today is cast strength. Okay. Um, mm. Unless we take the taste the Maker's Mark Classic, which is 90 proof, um, we are more than welcome to do that. Everything mm-hmm. starts out as cast strength makers. Um, that's this.
1: Yep. yep. The, the, that's this, is, this is the standard, right? Yep. Yeah. So everything else starts out as – cast. oh, this starts out as cast strength too? That starts too? out,
0: yep. Oh, okay. So all whiskey starts out as cast strength. Right, And then yeah. we proof it down oh, it to – we yeah. do it to 90 proof. Some other places do it to 80 proof. Um, mm. But that is how we start. Um, Makers was started in 1953 by Bill and Margie Samuels. Um, and they had a craft bourbon dream back before – Bourbon or the Bourbon Trail was a thing, um, Mm -hmm. and they co-founded it together. So Bill, um, as the story goes, decided on the mash bill and everything inside of the bottle, and uh, Margie basically came up with everything else. Okay, So she came up with the bottle shape, the name, the red wax, um, the label that looks hand-torn. That was all Margie. So it's pretty amazing, and um, she said, for every dollar that you put into the bottle, uh, I want a dollar to fix up the distillery, Um, So they painted it that dark brown and the red shutters because they wanted to make it a place where people could come and visit and drink, drink the bourbon and see exactly what we did. And this was long before the, the bourbon tourism was the thing. Sure. Yeah. Wow. All
1: right. Um, And and so where, where are they today? What type of facilities are there today and what sort of uh, visits go on today?
0: So um, we do tours. Um, Right now they're pretty limited because of what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. We also do uh, private selections, which is the barrel program that we're going to talk about, and those are some of the samples. Um, But it's still a a family-run small (laughs) little outfit where everybody knows everybody's name, Um, and it has a very, very specific sense of place and identity. And um, I was just talking to one of the other diplomats from the West Coast, And uh, we were talking about the sounds of the distillery because it is a working distillery. And, and, you know, you hear these these barrels um, rolling. So you get that thunder and then you hear the squeaks from the actual distillery and you can smell like the fermenters. It's just it's beautiful. And I miss it. It's been, God, almost a year now since I've been there. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta do
1: this. So look, 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 look. Uh, that's a, a beautiful sound. So the cast strength, and it's, it's. In, so what do you call the the, 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 flagship one here?
0: So that is our classic makers. Classic makers. Classic makers. So
1: the, the profile on this is it, it's, 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 it's just it's uh, mixed down to forty five percent ninety proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the what is the 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 start profile on this for us?
0: So we started out with um, Bill bill's family the samuels they own tw samuels distillery um and bill always said that his family had a blow your ears off whiskey (laughs) uh he was not a fan so um he sold the distillery and then when he was starting makers um he came up with a new mash bill so we do 70 percent corn Mm -hmm. 16 percent soft red winter wheat and 14 percent malted barley so everything that we're going to try today is one mash bill and Mm. um how we go about it, everything, everything at Makers with us is about taste and flavor and that final product. Um, so how you determine that final product is through, you know, the fermentation, the yeast strain, um, the distillation, the barrel entry proof, which is hugely important and nobody talks about. And then the wood science that goes into our private selection. So
1: I'm trying to taste this and I'm trying to because I'm looking at the bottles and the, 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 the winter red, red winter wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Soft red winter wheat, is that what you said? So soft red winter wheat. Uh, And there is a coloration to this that is... Uh, not typically, it seems a little darker. And as you pulled out the different bottles from these different staves, I was trying to look from bottle to bottle to see if one was darker than the next. Uh, I'm not quite seeing that better against a black table, but uh, it seems a little darker. Is it? Is it a, is slightly darker than most? Uh, bur- it's, it's, it is
0: a little bit darker, so this okay. isn't proofed down at all. So uh-huh. when you proof something down, you do add water, so it will get slightly lighter, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't chill filter. Yeah. So um, a lot mm-hmm. of times when I get these samples, so I get these samples sent in um, at the bottom of the bottle you'll find a lot of that black char sediment
3: Ooh,
2: ah, and
0: yeah. some people are, are a little bit freaked out about that if they're not in the know but like whiskey hounds and hunters they absolutely love to see that
3: mm-hmm. so, see not only do I want to drink my
1: bourbon I want to chew on it as well so
0: yeah,
3: I, that, I think that's just where I come from
1: yeah <laughs> that
0: viscosity is hugely important you want it to stick around a while right
1: it does and it's even in this plastic cup it's got nice it's got some nice legs mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. uh, just the The standard one.
0: Yeah, and with Makers, there's a couple little tricks. So if you take your tongue and curl it up and touch the top of your mouth, Mm -hmm. so touch the roof of your mouth, that's kind of like the midpoint of your tongue. Um, Mm -hmm. So with Makers, um, we didn't want it to be a blow-yours-off whiskey, uh, Mm -hmm. blow-yours-off bourbon. So you'll never get that burn with Makers past that midpoint of your palate. Um, It's Mm -hmm. front palate. Um, We consider it sweet, even though there's no residual sugars because of distillation. Um, But it is full mouth front palate sweet
1: it's uh yeah because it's sticking around on my tongue more uh maybe because i was just rubbing my tongue around the around my mouth maybe that's why it's activated um okay. oh, wow. so yeah, as, and, I,
3: was, as yeah. I was putting my nose into my glass i'm like i'm like you know what i have to pull back a little bit because the the i got really close really quick at first i probably shouldn't have done that because i only needed to go about right here to nose it so
0: are you a, a football, wine drinker
3: um I have been, yes. I've been known to, especially polish this off a year. Bottle right? of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even, even about, you know, like four inches from my nose, I'm already, I was already able to nose it at that point. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's got a nice, you know, there's a really nice, like a fruit sweetness uh, to the nose itself. And then on that taste, yeah, you're absolutely right. That warmth that just lingers is really, really nice too.
0: Yeah, that's that nice, beautiful Kentucky hug. And I like to give a lot of cheater notes as far as like tasting and smelling and nosing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I went through the WSET, which is the Wines and Spirits Education Trust out of the UK. Um, So I got a certification on level two in wine there and level three in spirits, um, which gets super nerdy, but it's also a lot of fun. Um, Mm. Some of the cheater notes. So you hear um, a lot of people and they're like, oh, I smell this or that. And I still remember 20 years ago, I was sitting in a room and I'm like, I don't smell caramel or wet leather. I smell whiskey.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what
0: you're talking about. And I would look around. I'd be the only girl in the room and I'd be like, oh, it just smells like whiskey. Um, but the more you get into it, Mm -hmm. You find those little nuances and and you just get better. And what I tell people is you just have to tell people you have to practice, which they're usually happy about. But some of the cheater notes, um, anything that's distilled, whether we're talking about rum or agave spirits or um, whiskey, which is grain um, Mm -hmm. and bourbon, um, you're going to get citrus and pepper off the distillation. So that is just basic ethanol um, you're going to get citrus, and you can get as geeky as you want to get, like mm-hmm. oranges, lemons, limes, grapefruit, and then you're going to get some pepper. You can say what color it is or whether it's fresh ground <laughs> or not. Um, and then after it's matured in a barrel, um, you will never be wrong if you say caramel and vanilla.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. That,
3: but- that seems to be a... Uh, a- you know, across the board even a lot of we've you know Greta we've tasted a lot of whiskeys a lot of bourbons we've done the agaves as well we did the tequila uh-huh. we've done the vodka um, but in all honesty you know everyone has somewhat of the same process but everyone tweaks it just a little bit and gives them that 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 nuance that other folks are not expecting what is it that makers does to give them that nuance when when it comes to their whiskey and bourbon
0: so a lot of it is our mash bill. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, we have one mash bill. We have one yeast strain. So everything is all going to be one mash bill, one yeast strain. Um, and the way that I like to describe it, you, you start out with a goal in mind, right? So the Samuels, mm. they, they wanted this sweet front palate whiskey. That was their goal. Um, and you work backwards from there because um, when you're talking about fermentation and distillation, there's so many different levers that you can pull to mm. create the flavor profile Um, or the goal that you want to create. So you can distill it to a certain proof. Um, We distill to 120 and then 130. So we have a column still, and then we have a pot still, um, which Uh is a doubler. Um, We do a three-day fermentation. Some people do, you know, four, five, six-day fermentation. So that's all going to change based – the flavor um, of Mm -hmm. your final product is going to change based on how you um, change these levers. So our, um, our yeast strain is hugely important. Um, the three day fermentation,
2: hmm. very
0: important. Um, the 120 proof, 130 proof distillation. And then we go into the barrel at 110. So, oh, not enough okay. people talk about that. Um, when you're talking about wood science, um, it can get really, really geeky. And not many people are like, oh, I'm going to chew on a piece of wood and that's, you know, this is what I'm going to get or this is what the extractives are going to be or the subtractives. Um, but Depending on your entry proof, certain flavors or chemical compounds are soluble in water versus Mm. sugar, Um, or excuse me, water and alcohol. So the higher the water versus the alcohol, you're going to get different flavors. So at 110, um, that is our sweet spot. Um, We've done experiments where we've gone into the barrel at 115 and 120 and 125, Mm. which are the rules that you have to be 125 or below to be bourbon. Um, And it is vastly, it is unrecognizable as makers.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. It's very cool. And then uh, you said there's not an age statement on it, but uh, these guys have been living anywhere from five to like seven and a
0: half. Is that what you said? Yep. Yep. Seven and a half, seven and three quarters. And we do, um, we still hand rotate all of our barrels. Yeah, oh. So we are the only distillery, definitely of our size. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some small craft distilleries out there that might do it at this point, but we are the only distillery that I know of, of our size that hand rotates the barrels.
1: Well, so do yeah. some distilleries just let them sit and not rotate yeah. them?
0: Yeah. So there's like, yeah. you, you talk to different master way. distillers. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's honey holes, um, different yeah. places in the rick house, yeah. rack house or warehouse. They're all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, will age or mature bourbon at faster rates so Mm. if you're up at the top of the rack house it's going to be really really hot in august it gets up to about 130 degrees in kentucky at the top levels but that first level of the rack house is going to be 80 90 degrees so it ages a lot slower
3: okay Uh, a good friend of mine uh sean uh, chimed in saying i love maker's Uh, mark and i've seen him drink maker's mark yes he loves his maker's mark so thank you sean for uh, chiming
0: in (laughs) yeah thanks sean are you an ambassador (laughs) Uh, Sean?
3: Uh, maybe. <laughs> so we do yeah. have an
0: ambassador program. Yeah. I think that's why they, they named us diplomats. They couldn't call us yeah. ambassadors like in oh, other yeah. um, other bourbon companies and groups. Um, but the ambassador um, nope. program <laughs> is free. Um, you sign up. If you are a big Makers fan, you just sign up online, um, mm. and we will send you an entry email, and then you get a welcome pack. You get your name on a barrel at Makers, and then between five and seven years from now, um, you'll get invited down to the distillery to actually dip your very own bottle.
3: He said, he said he wish he was. So I'll talk to him offline to see yeah. if I can't make that a reality. Just for him.
0: do it.
1: Um, Sean,
3: look out for a phone call, man.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am. We, we have a, a barrel, uh, the man cave happy hour. Um, we got the whole little packet yeah. about that with yeah. cards that we can, you know, <laughs> uh, get involved with it. It was, it's, uh, it's, it's in the other room. Um, is there like a membership card? There I, is. Okay, yeah, and a I was looking them in here. I don't. It's not in here. Shame on me for not having it in my wallet. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did. I am. I am. A, I am one of the ambassadors. Now, did uh, you get the Christmas
0: present this year? Every year we send out a Christmas present. No,
1: I don't think so. So this
0: year uh, we sent out playing cards. So no. everybody's kind of stuck at home. I got so pipped yeah. on the playing cards. Yeah, I'll have to get you a set. <laughs>
1: uh, unless uh, unless they went to the PO box and I haven't checked it. Or the mail has just been a challenge. <laughs> yeah,
0: the mail, yeah, USPS has been a challenge lately, for
1: <laughs> okay. sure. All right, so we, we, we gave that a little sip. I was getting a little bit of candy in it. Mm-hmm. Not not. Uh, it was like um, almost like uh, uh, hard candy, but not a hard candy. It's uh, uh, like the, sugar on a, on a, the pink sugar on a, a swizzle stick sometimes that you do in your coffee, that uh, sugary candy. The
0: confectionery. sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, getting, that's that's a great uh, note.
1: I was getting that uh, mm-hmm. a little bit there. So moving up uh, from the standard ones to the cask strength, which is where all the private selections uh, are birthed from. Uh, so what? What's uh, it, it? Is the cask strength always uh, one ten, or is it? Does that vary?
0: So that will vary. So we go into the barrel at one ten, and you know some crazy things happen yeah. between five and seven and a half years. Sure. And um, so depending on the. Um, depending on the temperatures and the climate and things that are going on whether it's really, you know really wet couple of years really dry couple of years hot cool um it's going to range anywhere from 108 to 114 mm-hmm. um and we don't proof this down so this comes right out of the barrel we basically just strain it um hmm. we get the big particulates out and put it in a barrel or a bottle man yeah go for it
1: yay all right um So the big particulars are out. So you you could have a little bit of residue in these sometimes?
0: Um, Every once in a while you'll see something like that. More more so in the private select um, than the cask for sure.
1: Okay.
3: I'm not there. Which one did you pour, Jamie?
1: Uh, So we just went with the cask strength. uh, And this bottle is uh, autographed by uh, Rob Samuels himself. Oh, very nice. Uh, Yeah, so that's kind of groovy.
0: Yeah, and this is what we call, um, this is our heavy dip. Um, we call them slam dunks. So they are uh, collectors. Some people collect them. Um, Normally we do a dip that is short like this um, and everything is hand dipped. And then with the cask bottles, it's every sixth bottle uh, we do a slam dunk.
1: Oh, and so if you're looking in the store, you know, there's a couple will be uh, like that and then some will be like that. And so I, I was some, I was just wondering if someone was saying i having a Monday, but that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody falling asleep on the line. Oh, 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 crap. My whole
0: arm. What the? How hot is that wax?
1: Is that Would they be going to the ER? Oh,
0: they would be going to the ER. So okay. um, we are talking about 400 degrees. Okay. Fair play. Yeah. Don't
1: drip your hand in the wax. Yeah, this is
0: not Rob a play says, with it, wax.
1: We have X number of days without an incident. Don't dip your hand in the <laughs> wax. All right. Um, I'll keep an eye out for that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that, so yeah. every sixth one on the cast strength, um, and then wow. so this is just uh, kind of that on steroids, right?
0: Yep, yep. Not proved down. This is um, this is who we are. This is okay. Unrefined. Who we are. No makeup. No shame.
1: It does. It does. It is a, a stronger, stronger smell.
0: Mm-hmm. And this one yeah. is what one ten. I think this is one ten mm-hmm. point.
1: Yeah, 110.1. It's one (laughs) better. So
3: was that more of a – when I hit your nose, Jamie, was that more like a smoky feel to it then or – as you're doing the cast strength,
1: um, it wasn't ethanol. It wasn't ethanol, but it, it was. It, it you could tell it was stronger. It's I could bigger. tell it was stronger. Yeah, it, yeah, it's
0: bigger. It's more robust for sure. Um, I get a different sweetness off of this, and I, with the cast specifically. I mean, every day is going to be different based on you know what you ate and your body chemistry and the weather outside. Mm. But I always get a lot of like um, walnut tannin off the cask.
1: I'm getting mm. a lot more pepper.
0: There you go. This time yep. around.
1: Um, with the the cast strength, it's uh, it's a bit more um, almost almost a bite. Um, you can tell it's strong, it's a higher proof, uh, and a bit more of a pepper, and it's warm, much warmer going all the way Mm -hmm. down. It
0: coats your mouth, um, a little bit more viscous. I think uh, coats your mouth sticks around a little bit longer.
1: Mm. Yeah. All right, and so from there, um, the private selects. Mm-hmm. So there's there's uh, there's there's 46, and there's private selects, and there's there's are those the two other variants.
0: So um, private select is an amalgamation. It, it's um, what people get to build on their own. You okay. get to basically build your own barrel. Um, 46 is what started it all. So um, when Bill and Margie retired. Um, bill senior and margie retired um they were handing over the business to bill jr who's now 80 years old in june he's going to be 81 he's absolutely amazing um quite a character for sure Um, but they gave him one rule and the rule was don't screw up the whiskey and those are not the words that they used either Uh, we are pretty liberal with language at the distillery Um, but that was the one rule is don't screw up the whiskey um Mm -hmm. And for years, he just, he went out, um, he pounded the pavement, he made relationships with um, all these people in retail and bars and shook hands and, and sold makers and, and basically distributed it all over the country. Um And then when he was getting ready to retire in 2010, um, Mm -hmm. he knew that he hadn't left a legacy, like a lasting imprint. He had just sold his father's bourbon. So he wanted to um, not screw up his dad's bourbon, (laughs) but create his own legacy. And he came up with Maker's Mark 46. So um, 46 is the name of the stave that we use. So it is a French oak stave um, that we put into the Cast Strength Maker's Mark for nine weeks after it's already been fully matured. So it's a finished bourbon. Oh, wow. And the staves we use are slightly different. When we talk about staves for barrels, those are barrel staves. They're about an inch thick um, mm-hmm. and about 32 inches tall. When we talk about um, the finishing staves, like 46 or Cuvée or um, P2 or Mocha mm-hmm. or Mondiant, which is the new one, we're talking about wafer staves. So they're about 28 inches tall and about a quarter of an inch thick. Um, so those just float around in the barrel. So 10 of them yeah. will float around in the barrel for nine weeks, and it creates a completely different flavor profile. Okay. Yeah, wow.
1: And uh, so in in the individual, the individuals like uh, most uh, are these all store picks or or does private selection, does makers put out just a a general private selection or all the private selections privately picked by stores?
0: Most of them are privately picked by stores or consumers um, Uh or bars and bartenders. Right, right. Um, We do have a couple that we sell specifically at the gift shop. Um, So they're um, they call it tasting panel. Um, So at the gift shop, when you go down to the distillery, you can pick up a private select that the the tasting panel at the distillery has kind of made up. And that's their favorite of what's going on then. oh, Um, So we have one landing Mm. in Michigan um, any day now Mm -hmm. uh, over Mm. at Picnic Basket. And it was actually picked by the owner and his wife. And she picked the exact same recipe that was in a tasting panel from two years ago. First pick. Mm. And it is absolutely delicious. um, And that is going to land any day.
1: Okay, yeah. that's awesome. I um, that. So, uh, all right. So, I'm looking at the private selection, and on the front, uh, there's it. There, it it, it, it kind of gives a little bit of description because you have a couple different variations here. One says toasted caramel pecan, and the other one says buttery flaky crust. And then there's a, a series of numbers with little descriptions under the numbers, and those are the staves. Um, so you can have five different staves. So we
0: have five different staves at the moment, and that. But you have to pick ten. So any um, grouping of ten. So right. you can have all ten of one if you want, or you can have nine and one, or two, one, two, whatever equals ten. Right,
2: right, right. But it
0: will. So even one stave difference. So with these, um, mm-hmm. Lenny over at Maria's wanted to do something really different that hadn't been done before. So hmm. he picked two barrels at one time. Okay, and. Each of the barrels were only one stave different. Right. um, But they couldn't taste more different. So you would think that it would be really, really close. Sure. um, Because there's only one stave different, but they are completely and totally opposite.
1: Huh. And and these sell out pretty quick. When uh, Mm -hmm. uh, our friends over at uh, Caicos. Joe Joe is fantastic. He has another barrel coming in too. Yeah, Yeah. yes he Uh, does. So it's uh, this was their private selection that came in, and he called it the Japanese, uh, a Japanese one. Uh, His uh, his turning Japanese bottle. Um, and this is a different recipe than those but the, the interesting thing about this you said is that uh, the roasted French mocha, which has been a, a standard stave is is going away.
0: It is We are retiring it at the end of January. So why, January 31.
1: why is that why is that?
0: Well we're a little bit weird at makers. We don't take ourselves too seriously for sure. Okay. Um, so <laughs> 46 is always going to stay in the program mm-hmm. so that is the bedrock of our program. Um, mocha is actually the most popular stave. So oh, okay. we decided to get rid of that. Okay, um, <laughs> Fair a lot, enough. A lot of head scratching going on there. Um, but we wanted to keep the program uh, a living and breathing program. Right, right, So periodically, we're going to be taking out staves and adding new staves. So Joe could technically, he's grandfathered in. He can always get that recipe if he wants it. Uh, but after January 31st, nobody else will be able to use mocha. Um, they will have a brand new stave which is Mondion.
1: okay and so how does how does one go about picking picking these do they come to the distillery um, or do you come with your little bag of tricks here both okay <laughs> so two different ways of doing well, it? well there's
0: three now because okay. this past year has has given us some different roadblocks and hurdles sure. So, um, one of the ways is virtually. So if I can't get to, say, a spot in Missouri um, in a couple weeks, I can send some virtual kits. That's our virtual way. Um, we also have remote picks, which I do here in Michigan. With my, I have a couple Pelican cases that I show up, mm-hmm. um, and people will give me their goal, just like Bill and Margie had their goal when they made Classic Makers. Um, mm-hmm. And we will add them together um, by the milliliter, 10 milliliters at a time, um, up until we get 10 different staves. And they create their own version of what is perfect in makers. So each one of these staves, we call them pure samples, will accentuate and highlight or mask certain flavors in the classic makers. Okay. It's pretty cool.
1: So, all right. So the 46 is just the regular 46 that people will find on the the shelves, So the
0: regular 46 that you will find on the shelf is going to be 94 proof. This is 110. So this is 46 at cast strength. May I? Sure. Everything. <laughs> I mean, it's literally on the table. I'm, I'm Everything reaching, is on the table. I'm reaching <laughs> and grabbing. So this is like
1: a leaded 46. Yes.
0: Yes. So that uh, makes I'm it just, that, uh, that makes uh, it a
1: little different. Mm-hmm, that, for sure. Uh,
0: it's going to hit differently. Yeah. Um,
1: I've had a couple bottles of 46. I've the 46
0: been... is delicious. It's really aromatic. I find it super perfumey. Uh, it's a gorgeous bourbon on its own. But the 46 at Cast Strength, which is this guy, um, it is in a class by itself for sure. Okay.
1: Okay.
3: I'm just gonna sit here and watch vicariously uh, through uh the, the computer. You keep rocking your
1: ninety proof, okay? I'll, I'll keep rocking uh, it. You know what? And call me it's an just... call me an Uber and uh hopefully hopefully <laughs> I make it. I actually I don't have kids face-to-face. I teach high school. Um uh, but I don't I don't we don't have kids face to face tomorrow. They're all on the line, so they won't be Mr. like Pl- Mr. Flanagan, Mr. you smell like
0: Lose. <laughs> Mr. Flanagan, why is again. class only ten minutes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Flanagan, why is your video off? Yeah, why? Is, why, is, why are all the lights in the classroom off again? We're gonna watch a movie today, guys. <laughs>
1: movie and call me Mr. <laughs> <laughs> blockbuster, and I can get away with it because I'm, I'm, I'm a broadcast teacher. So there you go. <laughs> uh, so I can. It, it's it's uh, yeah,
3: it works. It does work.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not so, I, I, again. It's yeah. It's uh, again. This is a full bodied uh, on the 46. So I haven't sipped it yet.
0: I get a ton more fruit in this. So, um, if you want to be fancy, I like to call it marzipan every once in a while. And I get picked on for that, but, uh, (laughs) I get a lot of almond. I get some cherry notes, um, which is Hmm. huge here in Michigan um and it depends on how you use it we call this um we have nicknames for each one of these pure samples uh in our program and with Uh our team this is the chameleon stave so depending on how you use it with other staves it's like kids in a sandbox you know or people sitting around um, a fire you know if like five people are going to be there you're going to have this great discussion and things are going to go one way but if you substitute one other person uh things go a completely different way and it's a different rabbit hole
1: so the maker's mark 46 is a stave of its own
0: all by itself that's the name of the stave so
1: the 46 um once it's at cask strength you take it and you put like only 46s in a barrel with it for again for like nine months you said nine weeks nine weeks nine weeks nine (laughs) months hey potato patata nine weeks (laughs) Um,
0: so it doesn't seem like a long time but it makes a huge huge difference okay yeah
1: and uh, it's actually pretty neat because uh, we were at Keiko's for the the, re- the reveal mm-hmm. on on this one, and we did a little recording with them. And uh, they get the staves; they get the actual staves that were in the actual barrel that yeah. they bought. Yeah. And so,
0: sometimes they're still wet. I actually listened to the were. podcast last they night, were. so yeah,
1: yeah, it was uh, it was very aromatic. It was yeah. that was that was nice. All right, so what? Uh, So what is special about the 46 stave? What type of wood is it?
0: So 46 is going to be French oak. Okay, you said that. Yep. So this is going to be French oak. Um, We're going to season it. So when we talk about seasoning, it's not like we dip it in lemon pepper or a specific seasoning spice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So seasoning just means you you leave the wood outside to age in uh, the climate. So if it rains, if it snows, if it's sunny, hot, dry, wet, whatever it is, um, we say at least one Kentucky summer. Usually it's about a year. So, a lot of bourbon companies um, will use wood that is three or six months seasoned. Okay. Um, we do one full year.
1: All right. And uh, are any of these ever uh, charred themselves?
0: So we toast them. So how these are very different. So the P2 that we're going to get into in a moment, the P2 is the only American oak in the program. So the barrel itself is American oak. Uh, The P2 Mm -hmm. is also American oak. Um, It's seasoned for a different amount of time, and then it's toasted. So each one of these staves, these pure samples, are toasted at a different time and temperature to unlock uh, different flavors. So think of everything as like a bell curve. So certain flavors you'll get from French oak, certain flavors you'll get from American oak. And depending on the time and temperature that you toast them, you're going to get vastly different flavors. It's just like cooking a marshmallow over a fire. Some people, like a marshmallow is a marshmallow is marshmallow, right? Um, When we talk about wood science, it's hard to wrap your brain around what different woods taste like toasted at different times and temperatures. But Everybody, I think, has had a marshmallow. So some people really like it lightly toasted and just caramely brown and golden, mm. and other people just like it black and burnt to hell, right? right? So each one of these staves is cooked at a different time and temperature, and it unlocks different flavors within the bourbon. So it's it's really cool how it does that.
3: That's great. Hey, just a real quick follow up, just to let you guys know, um, our good friend Sean. He actually went in and he did <laughs> it. So, welcome, Ambassador Sean, to
1: make <laughs> <work>. <laughs> <laughs> That is yeah. awesome. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> um, all right, so now, now the other, the other staves, the other four staves uh, that are are available. Um, the mocha going bye bye now. Mm-hmm. These samples you have here. Um, so again, you started with the cast strength, and so you took just the sp, which is stands- spice sp spice. Is spice. Uh, you, you took the the spice, and you took. A bunch of the ten, ten of them? Ten of those, yep. And let it float for nine weeks in that. And so yep. that's what that's what you have, and that's to try to give you what the profile will be of, of those staves. Mm-hmm. Um, and are those all French oak as well?
0: So the so the cuvet, which is the C U, uh-huh. the forty six, which cool. we just tried, right, right. the mocha, and the spice, those are all French oak. Okay. And then the P two is American oak. Okay. And uh, so when we're talking about American oak versus French oak. Um, We're talking about different spice levels. So when you think about um, some more cheater notes, I guess, um, American oak is going to be really high in vanillin, which gives you those really, really nice vanilla flavors. Um, I get on the P2 a ton of apple, a ton of like hay. It's just bright and light. And I always think of things as like uh, a roller coaster ride, like the flavors in your mouth. Like that should be a roller coaster ride. Sometimes it's long and complex, sometimes it's short and sweet and to the point. Uh, the P2, which is American Oak, doesn't have a long finish. It finishes really, really clean and fast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the mm-hmm. Cuvet, is going to... Yeah, go for it.
1: No, no, you said... Yeah, because you said the cuvee sticks around.
0: The cuvee sticks around and it has a completely different viscosity. You get brown butter, you get citrus, um, you get totally different fruits from both of those. And when we're talking about French oak, um, and when we talk about spice, um, it should be noted some people talk about spice and they think like Frank's Red Hot and Sriracha, right? Um, Yeah, Or hot and spicy. But when we're talking about something that's spicy as in hot or hot sauce, uh, that's a tactile sensation on your palate. It's not a flavor. When we're talking about something spicy, when we're talking about bourbon, um, French spices, so baking spices, clove, coriander, cardamom, uh, those sort of things. um, And it's just completely different. So I like to say that because some people just have different vocabulary and and culturally, things mean different things to different people.
1: Right, right. Am Am I getting an apple?
0: Is that the P two? Yeah, I get a ton of apple. Now, what color is the apple? Close your eyes, and what color is that apple? Is it yellow? Is it green? Or is it, more is it green, red?
1: More, more, of a, a green. Green apple, but just uh, or or one of those uh, natural red ones that has a little bit of green on it. Just not the not the, not red, the delish- red delicious, the but fake just, apple,
3: uh, it's like a, like a honey crisp almost. James? Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. That's yeah.
0: really, really good. Now, is but it, not, grand, not
3: not not the Granny Smith, but the Honeycrisp. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> now is it? That's the
1: smell I was getting
0: when you're smelling mm-hmm. it, and when you taste it, is it the um, the peel of the apple, or the flesh of the apple, or the pips and the seeds, like, or is mm. it the apple blossom? So that will help you um, really deep dive into expanding yeah. your palate and your vocabulary.
3: So help me understand Greta, you know, you've been in the industry for 20 years and you've been doing this for a long time. How did you develop your own palette to where it is today? What what did you do
0: special anything? I've been drinking a lot for a <laughs> long time. Um, no, so um, when I realized, so I worked in high volume bars for a long time, um, and it was turn and burn and, and fast as you can. And neighborhood bars where you know you know everybody that's going to come in on a Tuesday night. You know everybody that's going to come in and sit down for a football game, and you have these conversations. Um, When I started getting a little bit older and realized, hey, there's a lot more out there, Um, back in right around 2010 um, in Pittsburgh, that's when the craft movement hit Pittsburgh. And I was like, I better start learning this. So I started working at higher-end bars with with more craft credentials, and I would ask questions. And these bartenders that knew more than me at the time – um, I would say, hey, where did you – like, teach me everything you know, and they're like, go read a book. I was like, well, that's oh. the – like, I get it. I, I totally understand that. But it's not the best advice to give somebody. So I always mm. said, like, if I had the chance and if I learned something, I would just share it. Um, yeah. So that has been how I go about everything. So then I started getting into more craft. Um, I got involved with the USBG in Pittsburgh. Um, okay. I traveled all over the country. I traveled down to Jamaica. I did a bunch of really, really cool things with the USBG. And then I got involved with the WSET. So my friend Rob McAughey is the uh, North American. He's in charge of North America WSET. And he was like, hey, are you interested in taking this level three? Come out to Boston. And that's when I started getting really, really geeky. um, And now with makers, I've learned even more. Wow,
3: thank you for sharing. You, you know go. it's all it's always nice to kind of learn, you know how where where your expertise lies and how you came to be where you are today because what what you do on a daily basis really does change the perception of this industry itself. You're there to help represent a a program to help people make it their own, you know, with their private select, right?
0: Yeah. and I mean, bourbon isn't pretentious. I think that, uh, especially as a bartender and going through that uh, yeah. peaks and valleys of the craft renaissance that we all did, um, we we started to get a little pretentious there for a while. Like, oh, I can do this, or I want to tell everybody everything that I absolutely know about the tinctures right. and the mixtures and all those things. And a lot of people that have gotten into bartending and restaurants, hotels, things like that, they're misfits, and that's mm-hmm. kind of at the core of all who we all are, right? Um, I want to be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that from Rudolph? Yeah. 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 The, yeah island, is. the Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, but uh, I was I've always kind someone, of yeah. a misfit and just thought about things differently. I went to school for anthropology and people were like, well, what are you going to do with that degree? And obviously I, I teach about whiskey and sell whiskey. So um, it actually works out though. Um, it's a really, really interesting Um, industry, and I, I could be wrong here, but I believe that the alcohol, beverage alcohol is the fourth largest industry in the world. So when you start talking about beverage alcohol, you're talking about suppliers, you're talking about distributors, you're talking about glassmakers, farmers, um, distillers, um, Mm -hmm. and, then you're talking about hotels, restaurants, and bars. So it is a huge, huge industry.
1: Yeah, our friends, the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, they mm-hmm. they do those yes. curated tours. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. Uh, yeah. there's a lot of things that that hinge on it, uh, just everywhere, not just in in Kentucky, but just uh, all over. You said the
3: fourth fourth largest industry, Greta. Well, after this Covidian timeline that we're all living in right now, <laughs> it might be um, bumping one. up to two <laughs> or was three. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> was a, I'm coining that phrase, Covidian timeline. I swear, I, I will. It, so, it
0: sounds like it's you know Jurassic or Cretaceous or, or something like that. Yeah. So we might be entering into a new timeline for so sure. So
1: that that uh, American Pure, that baked American Pure, that stave taste. It kind of went to the middle of my mouth and then went sideways.
0: Yeah, and just flattens out. And- it
1: just went, but it filled. It like it it, it went sideways, but it, it filled my mouth. And uh the the taste, the apple is there, but it doesn't taste like apple. It it tastes like the smell of cut apple. Okay, and the and the texture. It tastes like the texture. I don't know of if like that makes a really makes- crisp fresh up. Yes. Okay. So that's what I was getting. Yeah. So that's uh
0: No, that's fantastic. That's and and that's that's exactly how you should be looking at your tasting notes. Like as much descriptive notes as you can give because once you give that to somebody, they'll start visualizing it in their right. head and and it becomes easier for them as well.
1: And and so that is just one stave. That's kind of the profile. But when you start jumbling them together, yeah, like you said, some things will cover things up and bring other things out, and
0: yeah, you never exactly know. So doing this as for you know a year and a half, almost two years now, um, I have a decent idea of how they play well together and right, how right. they don't, or what somebody means when they say a certain thing. Um, mm-hmm. But daily, I'm surprised by how things work together.
1: All right, so I'm sure somebody mathed it out, uh, but ten ten staves, um, five different five different categories. How many different Variations uh, uh, could there be? I mean, there's a thousand it, and one. A th- it is a thousand and one. Yep. It is exactly mm-hmm. a thousand and one. Yep. All right. Fair enough. So there's exactly one thousand and one variations. Uh, have they uh, Have they all been no. run through the ringer? They no. haven't. Uh, do you guys track? Um, we do.
0: So I have a little spreadsheet at my house, and when I put things uh, <laughs> when so. I put things in there, I get a distillery spreadsheet. Um, it comes back to me. I get to see. You know, you don't want somebody. Um, in one city saying, hey, I want this. And then in the next city over, you're like, hey, it's the same thing. Um, People basically get to build their own barrel, but we get to see like what, what trends this way and what trends towards summer and winter. Okay. um, Or where in the country and what we found. um, Mocha is the most popular safe by far. Sure. um, Mm -hmm. But, the other staves are used pretty much throughout the entire year, and it, it's just like peaks and valleys. It's it's pretty interesting.
1: All right, is because uh, so we got the mocha to do, and then we got the the spice to do, and I got the other one, the the cu, which is the French French the French one. French cuvee. Cuvee, uh, the a French cuvee. Fancy
0: couvée. name for blend. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, so the all right, so the French cuvee. Um, so is, is there one? Because you know, just taste wise, it's like, oh, that's a lot stronger. Save that for the end. Um, I was going to go with the mocha next.
0: So if we go with the mocha, let's do let's try two side by side. So the best way to train your palate and to really see how yeah. things are different or the same sure. is to taste things side by side. So let's do um, the mocha uh-huh. and the new Mondiant side by side.
1: Right, right. Because the mocha is getting retired, yep. uh, but there's still those staves there and people who had had a previous recipe that we want that again. If they've been grandfathered in, yep. they could get it again.
0: Absolutely, same exact recipe. All right,
1: so it's more than a thousand and one now then.
0: So we're, now – it yeah, now it will we're be a new 1,001.
1: Yeah, yeah, a new 1,001 and then uh, people that are grandfathered, there's another variation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but you said they all haven't been done. Correct. And now with the new stave, um, when does this new stave go active?
0: February 1st. So this will be brand new. So we did the first pick um, – with a great and fantastic bourbon club in uh, Michigan, so Michigan actually has one pick already in, uh-huh. um, and the combination is a secret, so they don't want to talk about it until they unveil it.
1: Oh, will it be on the? Will it be on it the will, bottle yep. when they get it?
0: It'll be on the front. What, of the where?
1: Where is it? Is it Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids got a big program, and so does the Metro Detroit area. Yeah,
0: Metro Detroit East Side has a has a great program, and I love working with all the store owners on the East Side. They're yeah. absolutely oh, fantastic. We love. We love. Is there's yeah,
1: Tony or there's the uh, the Harper? A lot of stuff. Yeah, so Harper
0: and, Liquorland is getting uh, a okay. uh, half a barrel, I believe, coming up very shortly. Tony over at Wine Garden yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. He just picked a barrel um, that should so be. So, who's running. getting the first one? So, the first one is actually going to Beverage Warehouse. Beverage because, Warehouse? Yeah. Okay. So, they oh, work wow. really okay. well That's with the one. That's the one at
1: 13 group. and uh, 13 in and uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, 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 yeah. Garfield or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah, it's a very unassuming place, but you go in there, they got. Just crap, crap, tons of stuff. Yes. All right, but we're going side by side, so we're pulling the mocha, and then I'm pulling the oh. uh, the, uh, the the new stave because we're gonna Mondial, Mondial, mocha. So you're gonna confuse. I'm doing, uh, uh, I'm gonna just gonna sh- have a have, have a mocha.
3: I'm too. just watching the bourbon. I know, Matt. You picked <laughs> this the, just for a the... lack of a better term. I'm just salivating over here. Don't
1: mind me. <laughs> All right, so the Mondial.
0: So with mocha, so when, when we go through a tasting, when we do this, whether it's remote or at the distillery. So those are the, I think we got squirreled and went sideways on that conversation. But, um, so okay. those are the other two ways to pick. So we can do something remotely where I bring out, you know, all my fun things. Um, or we can do it at the distillery. Um, so when okay. we, when we go through this, I'd like to explain like what these do to the final product. The mocha is, Everybody thinks of it as chocolate. I personally think it is the most popular because it's mocha and people attach it in their brain to chocolate, right? Um, It's not a milk chocolate. It is a dry baker's cocoa. I don't know about you guys, but I still remember the day that I was in my grandmother's kitchen and the Hershey's cocoa was out. And I was like, look at that. I'm just going to take a whole spoonful and I'm going to put it in my mouth. And it was the worst decision of my very, very young life to that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> but now you know that taste.
0: <laughs> now I know that taste. And that is to me, um, that is mocha. So it's espresso, it's uh cigar box, tobacco, um mm. and like a dry baker's cocoa. Um when you add it to a a build or a barrel selection, um it really gives you a nice tannic backbone. Okay. It dries it out just a little it's bit. It's funny
1: you say tannic because when I smelled tannic, it, yeah. I, I was like this smells. It's, it's. I almost get a wine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, it's almost for a wine for me. And when I smelled the the new uh mendiante, mendiant <laughs> the new mendiante, uh, almost a champagne.
0: Yeah, completely so completely different.
1: Um, so I got a, I got a wine feel mm-hmm. out of out of the mocha and uh, oh. the the new one, a, a bit more in a, a champagne, a, a, a brighter. A, Smell to it. I haven't hmm. sipped them yet. So, which one should I sip first?
0: Uh, try the mocha first.
1: All right, out with the old, in with the new. Yep. Better out than in, um. I always say. <laughs> well,
3: then cheer. Well, then cheers. Yeah, cheers, Matty. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, enjoy my ninety proof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wish you were here, Matt. Hey,
3: yeah, thank you, Greta. But you know what? St- uh, stick with the classic sometimes.
1: Wow. Okay. There's a. Uh... Something like running up the roof of my mouth yeah. um, on the mocha.
0: It's kind of austere, a little bit austere.
1: Yeah, Just, um, I don't know what's running up the roof of my mouth. Um, yeah, something running up the roof of my mouth, and then in in the in the in the back and the sides. Is yeah, the so this chocolatey this almost mokey. didn't
0: make the program. So Bill Jr. Um, is very particular, um, and he was always about you know front palate sweet. Um, Mocha doesn't start out in the front palate at all. It starts out in the do. back of your palate and kind of comes yeah. forward. There you are. Um, and gives you like a mouth watering. Um, at the same time that it is astringent and drying because of that tannic structure. Maybe
1: that's that dry, that drying, that mm-hmm. tannic drying thing was what's creeping over mouth. It yep. was not a bubbly, but it was a, 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 you know, yeah, there was a a path. So, yeah, you across. breathe
0: in and it just dries everything right. That out. was
1: that was what that's what it was. It was drying mm-hmm. out. Okay, so that was what it was drying out. Huh. huh. Oh, wow. All right. So now I'm going to the Mignon. Mignon. <laughs> 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 uh, so we ask Dear, as an Ingl- <laughs> dear as a members of the <laughs> French population, so, well, we, we deeply uh, apologize.
0: <laughs> we all were so, questioning so. naming this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, we are the most easygoing, relaxed. Like, it's such a great team that I work with. And um, they were like, it's going to be named Mondiant. And all of us kind of scratched our head and we're like, what is going but on? But y'all spelling it with an E. <laughs> yeah, <right>. What the <laughs> hell you doing to me? So, <laughs> a is Mondiant. that Mondiant or Mondiant? Oh,
1: That's knew. an M-E. That's men- <laughs> Mendant. I don't know what you people talking about.
0: These are the exact conversations
1: that are going to happen, <laughs> by the way. Um, and I
0: think some of them have already
1: been had. Um,
3: but it- who that? Oh, that's Mondia. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whose is it? Uh, yeah. uh, oh. Dear southern portion of the United States, we deeply apologize. For- All right. <laughs> Fair play. All right. Um,
0: but it is a, um, a chocolate, like a fruit and- a Cadbury fruit and nut bar, right? So we would think of it as a Cadbury fruit and nut bar. Um, more milk chocolate. Um, not so much dry baker's cocoa. Hits your mouth. Totally different. Um, it's juicier. It's fruitier for sure. Has a completely different nose, completely different viscosity. And when we're talking about these in like together, when they play in the sandbox or the barrel together, mm-hmm. the mocha, if you really, really love it, you have to use a lot of it. With a Mondiant, it's a lot more assertive. Like it will take over um, even if you use like two or three of it.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: All right, so Gre- Greta, we've d- we've had we've done a number of tastings, we've had a number of shows, and we're creeping up onto one hundred here pretty quickly. But I believe you're the first person to ever use the word "juicy" as a description for any type of a whiskey or a bourbon.
0: Really, I don't yes. know if I'm happy about that or sad <laughs> about that, and I don't know the reason if I'm happy or <laughs> sad about you, that.
3: Because we're always looking for we, we're learning. We're juicy fruit learning has
1: come up. But I don't yeah, know if it just. Just the, the juicy. The, the juice, word juicy not uh, solo. Up before. Yeah. So,
3: yes, it's a good thing because we're always looking for, for ways to describe what we're tasting. And thank you for a, supplying another variation juicy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it hits your mouth and, and you salivate, like. That's how I look at wine and how I I train people who are just entry level to wine. So is Mm -hmm. it really juicy? Is it acidic? Does it have that mouth watering characteristic that you just bit into something? And when we're talking about fruit, like, is it, is it unripe? Is it ripe? Is it overripe? Is it just perfectly, Mm -hmm. like right off the tree, juicy, ripe and delicious?
3: Right, you know, I I always tend to go towards you know on the wine side. I'm always going towards a Beaujolais or something to that effect. So I can I've, I was there and I was tasting what you're tasting right now. I would probably say this is very reminiscent of a Beaujolais. Yeah, drink, you're very right? bougie, Matt.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Using spring water for my coffee. Thank you so much.
0: Double distilled <laughs> spring water. Oh no, water water <laughs> does make a huge difference. Um, no, I, oh yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's yeah. Oh yeah. That would, we're not talking about water. Forget that. Water of life is what we're after, we're, we're talking, right now. Whiskey is uh, water. water of life. Yeah. Is that uh, what the, the meaning behind whiskey? Isn't it water of life yeah, or something like I, that?
0: I will say it wrong. So, like I'm Western Pennsylvania German, so it I'll just butcher it. But it's like Uisge um, which is water of life. So um, whiskey was created in Ireland. Um, so most people say.
1: And you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are welcome. Me and my people. Yep. Yeah. 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 We,
3: Greta, you and I need to have a sidebar about living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. After we're done here tonight, I, I need to ask you a few questions about about that.
1: My family came in through uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My grandfather and grandmother mm-hmm. uh, from right from Poland to, to Pennsylvania. My grandfather worked coal mines. Uh, for years and years, died from black lung. Um, Yeah, he worked coal mines and then uh, retired from that. And then uh, right after his, like, 40, in the in the late 40s, mm-hmm. mid-40s, uh, after the war, moved up from Pennsylvania for uh, the jobs. Uh,
0: in the mills up here. And
1: Polish guy, yeah. Hamtramck, yeah. ended up in Hamtramck. Wrap your head around that. That's the Polish side. Totally. How'd so- <laughs> that happen? <laughs> Polish guy ended up in Hamtramck in the 40s. Who knew? You went from, kil-
3: <laughs> from kielbasa to pierogies like
1: that. I'm just That's, uh, yeah, a pretty quick much. Transition.
2: Yeah, a yeah, yeah, big stretch.
1: Um, all right, so we have the 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 spice, and then the uh, the other French thing you keep making me say.
0: <laughs> That's, listen, duvet what
1: is it? The thing on your bed, right? The duvet. What is that listen. thing there? My wife's always yelling at me, hey, you're messing up the duvets over there. What? <laughs> I'm like, what? It's a pair. All
0: right. If you Sorry. can master Mondion, you can master <laughs> Cuvée.
1: Cuvée. Um, all right. So the spice or the Cuvée – because you said the Cuvée uh, sticks around, but the spice, you said, uh, has a kick to it.
0: The spice does have a kick to it. So um, we were talking about spice and heat and, and proof, right? Yeah. So spice does this really, really cool thing. So many of these do really cool things. Um, if you – let your uh, p2 oxidize it smells completely different smells like a vanilla bomb but with spice um it actually makes the proof seem higher Mm -hmm. so the proof on this spice is 112 okay but it's going to seem way spicier than it is way hotter than it is because of the spices so we're talking about um toasting and roasting wood the mocha and the 46 have a completely different spice level than the spice so the spice reminds me have you guys ever toasted um fresh spices like in a pan over open heat or open flame. It's like really in your face, mm-hmm. um, really yeah. aromatic. Um, sure. But you yeah. you get that sense of exactly what it is. Um, this is absolutely fantastic, but it is the most um, people love it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. That's what we found with this. Okay.
1: Us. So the the raw, but the raw one. Yeah. So, it, but, it, but when you're building... Um, it is one of is it, it. do you feel it's a necessary building block? Do people ever build one of these and skip a stave? Can they skip a oh, stave?
0: Yeah. yeah. So you can you can use just one stave. So you can use 10 of one stave. Right, if you right. wanted to use like 10 mocha, you could use 10 so, mocha. So that
1: would pretty much be the mocha that you have there. Yep. Yep. Um, all right.
0: Um, but um, what I found is people shy away from spice right. unless they are cocktail bartenders or they really, really like um, – high proof and rye because it does it it mimics that
1: Uh, i i was gonna our friend tara should be here she's a wonderful bartender
3: there's nothing stopping us from doing this again
1: and and having tara come in um (laughs) and you and uh, yeah (laughs) and
3: me yeah thank you grant i appreciate that
1: um all right so opening up the spice and pretty much every time i i open these up the, the 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 ghost of the spirit jumped out and talked to me each time
0: so they definitely have their own personality. They they,
1: they do. Yeah, right? Um, all right. So a little bit of the spice. And then, and then so you, you have those it. two mixes that we were going to try side uh, yeah. by side.
2: <sighs> I show up with all been, the fun. I've been
1: have been, been I've been pouring really light too because I've, I've been like I want to responsible. I want to try to get
0: I don't want to I don't,
1: don't want to <laughs> destroy my palate and I don't wanna, I don't want to destroy me. Uh, before I get to those two, but uh, Greta, I just investigated. Was
3: Greta that you said it, he was being very responsible? That's a real compliment because he's got some heavy fucking forms. <laughs>
1: just I, I have been. I've been. I've been trying to play it off here because I mean, there's so much. There's so much trouble to get into.
0: I mean, responsible around me is. Um, I don't know if it's truly responsible. Um, so it's it's just different levels of responsibility, I guess. <laughs> So
3: what's coming on down, Greta, what's coming on down the line with, as we move through this timeline that we're in, what is Makers, um, you know, we already learned about the, you know, unreleasing the Mocha, but, Mm -hmm. and bringing in a new one, but what else is Makers doing to set itself apart from, from everybody else? What's on the horizon for uh, Makers?
0: So, I, I think at the at the core of any really, really good innovation program, right? Like if you're going to look forward and look at taste and flavor, which is what we're about, um, you look about you look inside of your DNA to try to really figure out what you're about. Um, so Jane Bowie is the head of innovation for Maker's Mark, and she does a fantastic job, her and Beth Buckner, um, of figuring out what's next. So two years ago, um, we did RC6, Um Ever since Margie named the original Maker's Mark, we have been shit at naming whiskey. So 46, everybody's confused. They're like, is it age 46 months? Is it age 46 years? What is it? Um, And then we came out with the first wood finishing series, um, which was RC6. And people were like, these are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, It's just like, how do you explain this? Uh, So they're names of the staves, right? Um, And RC6 came out two years ago in the fall the very first wood finishing series, and it we wanted to highlight the, um, the yeast strain. So to do that mm-hmm. with wood, it's not something you normally do with wood, so we had to mute some of the other flavors, um, and that's what we worked with. So it's all about the seasoning of the wood and the toasting of the wood, um, and it amplifies and mutes different parts of what you're tasting. Um, still the same DNA, huh. but it amplifies or mutes certain things. So this past year, we came out with SE4PR5, again, Terrible name. I just like to call them wood finishing series like 2020, 2021. Let's go there. So um, the very next one, so this next year um, or now, I guess, um, we're going to have two releases. So we're going to have one in February, March um, timeframe-ish um, that FAE F-A-E-O-1. And then hmm. in the fall, uh, September, October timeframe, we're going to have FAE 2 So okay. it is a completely different um, stave. Uh, ten staves again, um, but one side of the stave is raw in F-A-E-O-1. So it's not toasted wood. It is raw wood, completely different, something that we haven't done before, and that is all I can tell you You're about just trying thing. to get me in trouble. Raw wood. <laughs> 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 and up until that moment, he had been responsible.
1: I'm, t- I'm 12 years old.
0: We're all twelve years old. <laughs>
1: you don't send some. I can spike it right back over the net. Okay. <laughs> um, so the spice, right? It, it smells um, not super spicy, but it smells like spice, um, and not any particular spice. And I, I and again, listening to uh, other people is it all, all. It tastes like allspice, uh, and I know allspice is a spice. Um, so I'm going to guess maybe that's what I'm smelling. Uh, it's, it's, it's what I'm smelling. And now when I tasted it, it was, uh, it, it stayed way up front. It was way up front. It was actually on the inside of my lips for a long and time and my tongue. Yeah. It Just stayed like hangs out forever. way, way up front for me.
0: Yeah, it's like the sandlot forever. Um,
1: and I, I, <laughs> and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, uh, it was peppery. Um, and pepper would be maybe white pepper, not not pepper pepper, but like a white, like more like yeah. a white pepper, spicy. But when I think spice, I'm down at social meal. Goes get uh, you know, I'm 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 talking spice, I'm talking the you know, blow your face off hot, you know, and I'm yeah. you know, that's that spice to me. So, uh, but uh, this is this is a, a, a nice spice, not burny. No, it's yep. not. It's not Bernie, but uh, it 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 hung out on my on my tip of my tongue there, and on the It's got of that my lips. nice tingle. Yeah, get yeah.
0: that like the, clove tingle, and then like oh, yeah. the mace and the mm-hmm. nutmeg.
1: The nut. I see, not, no, see maybe nutmeg, while, but, but yeah. so, and again, because we 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 said that. I was listening to a, a couple of guys. There's the the guy who does the whiskey cask, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's uh, the other cat was escaping my uh, crap. He's like the dude with the glasses. There's a lot of dudes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, all he 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 uh, he he talks about the the how because how, how, he does all these pencil shaving saddle leather, uh, this fruit that fruit this he goes go to the grocery store. He goes pick things
0: up. I mean, not now. You'll yeah. probably get arrested. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's great advice.
1: And uh, <laughs> so you have so you have a frame of reference. Yeah. Um, and so that was his advice. That that was probably you know a year year and a half ago. Uh, yeah, now it's they'll bring you up on charges for that crap. But, or you uh, know what?
0: Go to a greenhouse, especially now. So um, Ooh. I am huge, huge into gardening. Yeah. Um, I love just picking things up and playing in the dirt. It's my happy place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this past year, and again, I learn new things mm-hmm. all the time. I was out in my garden, and I have a a pretty decent sized herb garden. And i I had gone to um, Hessels. And they had five or six different varietals of marjoram, which you think marjoram is marjoram is marjoram, right? So I got these five different varietals and I, I played with them and I used them to cook with. And I picked one the one day. And every once in a while, with one of the variants of makers, I will get, I don't wanna say pine and I don't wanna say resin, because then you start thinking of, you know, IPAs and you start thinking of gin and you start thinking of like the right. it's not exactly the right word. Right. So I picked this marjoram and I smelled it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I smelled in that bourbon." And it just it helps you redefine yeah, what you're smelling and tasting.
1: Right. And Matt and I have been trying trying that um, you know. So we would just walk around sniffing things. Generally
0: <laughs> I, again, I could I could volley yeah, that yeah, right
1: yeah, over yeah, the yeah. net. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. know, know. There's try... no reason
0: why I'm at home, <laughs> That's but
1: not it. by That's... choice. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, but yeah, but but just yeah, just getting that frame of reference is is good. So I've I poured the cuvee, uh and it'll be sending me towards the duvet. <laughs> 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 it'll be nappy time soon after all these. But, you am I uh, calling dinner.
0: you an Uber now, Jamie? That, <coughs> yep, yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. You get both them out. need an Uber now. Get them out way? there waiting for <laughs> me.
0: So what's really cool about the cuvee, mm-hmm. um, so cuvee is just fancy for blend. Um, this stave is actually cut in like a – it looks like a ruffled potato chip. So it's cut in um, oh. ridges. Real? Oh nice. Yeah. Okay. So what it does, it gives uh 22% more surface area yeah. to the actual stave. Yeah. Um it is we consider it the alpha stave. So if you just use one or two of huh. it in in the program, um it is the alpha stave it kind of takes over. It definitely lets you know it's there. Um but w- this goes through um the way that it's cooked, the top of those ridges are cooked a lot darker than the valleys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, when you're toasting your, your bread or your toast in the morning, um, yeah. the tops are toasted mm-hmm. dark and the valleys are toasted really, really light. They're like golden brown. So that gives it, um, a really, really nice viscosity. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice. fantastic. And this seems to be a favorite of a lot of people as well. I would say this is like the second most favorite, um, of people when I take them to the distillery or we do a tasting.
1: So I, I'm looking at these three bottles because we have three different private selections here. You got the two um, side by side, and I'm seeing this one uh, from Caicos has three uh, uh, of the the French Staves, the cou- three three of the cuvées, and it and those that has two, and then that has one. So that's interesting. So it's what you said, this is it it really is dominant Mm -hmm. when you put it in there. Yeah. And so So this is probably really dominant with three of them in there.
0: And each of them. And this also has three of the P2. So the way that they work together is also really, really fantastic. So this is one stave apart. Each of these three bottles has used all five staves. Right. So sometimes we see that, you know, you'll see a zero there. They don't use any of a certain stave. Um, But. All three of these have used all five staves in slightly different numbers, yeah. um, so you can see what the staves do. It's really cool.
1: I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm awesome. dying to dive into those and see the mix. But all right, I haven't tasted the the cuvee yet. What are you I'm trying to for? smell it?
0: This is <sighs> this is one. Not,
1: yeah, uh, not floral florally, but there's there flower like an orange blossom. Some sort of blossom. Yeah, I some get... sort of blossom. Yeah, it's, it's flower. Not 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 like a flower, flower, but like a blossom. Okay, a blossom. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I'm, I'm easily gr- pencil shavings. Gr- yes, I'm yeah, the can... power of suggestion.
3: <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah, I I could say something. Hey, you know what? It smells like a cherry, and Jamie will say, "You know what? Yes, cherry. I get it. He's very susceptible to." Uh,
1: but I was there ODs. already with flower. She just helped me <laughs> define it. She just helped me define I, it I from a flower humans... to a blossom.
0: From an anthropological yeah. standpoint and, and behavioral <laughs> science, you know, most humans I, are pretty your, susceptible. Where your degree
3: comes in. This is where your degree comes in, right? Yes. So yeah, and people are like, <laughs> what are you going to do
0: with anthropology? Well, I'm going to yeah. talk about grains and tasting and sugar and all There's some things.
1: great, because, I mean, the bourbon thing, I mean, America's a young country and everything, and the, and the bourbon. But we've gone through some phases in the Prohibition, and things closed down and got covered over and used for pastures, and now things are coming back. And there is actually archaeology. I was just going to say there's things, bourbon
0: archaeology there, out there. People there's some brilliant covering, stuff yeah.
1: happening down there. So while I – dig into this you dig into this Answer. question from sean uh on the screen here greta if you could pick one of the four types of makers mark which would you pick and why Ooh.
0: so we talk we're talking about the the variants for the barrel program correct uh, yes okay
3: i would imagine yes
0: so hmm. brand
3: new ambassador
0: that Makes me so happy, it warms the little place where my heart should be at like three or three sizes. It's fantastic. Um, uh,
1: so she's she's so you so belong with us.
0: <laughs> I'm a miscreant, so I don't know what that says about you guys, but yeah, yeah. um, yeah, we,
3: uh, yes, <laughs> yes,
0: here, present, and accounted for. Um, ooh, so I get this question a lot like, what's your favorite bourbon? What's your favorite spirit? What's your favorite variant? Um, it really depends on the day I'm having. So I have good day whiskeys and bad day whiskeys, right? Ooh, so there's okay. there's really no whiskey or spirit out there that kind of fits every single bill. Um, and I think that classic makers would be the closest to that. Like it doesn't matter if you're sitting in a dive bar or a neighborhood bar and you're having a beer and a shot and – you're watching the miscreants around you and just like having the, the sound of the jukebox roll over you that that's a beautiful (laughs) feeling. Or if you're sitting in like a really high end steakhouse or a craft cocktail bar. And again, you have makers, it's that similar experience, you know, the quality that you're going to get. Um, Mm -hmm. but my favorite with the, with the variants, um, Mm -hmm. would be the spice. So I love high proof. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked in a rum bar. I ran a rum bar for uh, quite a while.
1: So the spice usually comes in at a higher proof?
0: Yeah. Well, the spice, it tastes like it's a higher proof. A fair play. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love the spice because it just hits and it's it's so interesting because as you let it sit, as you let it oxidize, and depending on how you use it with the other um, staves in the program, um, it does things that's really, really unexpected. So you never really know what you're going to get, Um could be that you know, good time bourbon could be something a little bit off the wall. Um, sure. That is my favorite, and then my next favorite. So it and it's changed and evolved over time. When I first started with the program and with the team, I absolutely loved the cuvee. Like it was, it was just beautiful. The viscosity was gorgeous, um, and now I'm kind of going towards the P2 as my second favorite because the P2, no. um, while it finishes really clean and crisp, and it's bright and hot. Um, it changes as it sits in your glass. So it turns from um, really bright and hot and fruity to like this really, really mellow vanilla balm.
1: I got the couve figured yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, caramel apple. It, it's like I'm getting caramel, but it's like not just caramel, but it's the caramel on, on the apple because apple, it's, that, it's that thick layer of caramel. Uh, and so I'm getting a layer of, of, of caramel with a little bit of fruit into it and and infusing with it, uh, that's what I'm getting out of the
0: cuvee. Do you get like the so when you bite into like a caramel apple, you think about like the textures that are going on. So you get that a little bit of oiliness mm. from the butter and the caramel if it's like really really good caramel. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just rich. Well done, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's what I was getting out of the cuvee. So that's and and so those are the raw materials. My God, and we're at It's like. Normally we don't we don't go this long. We try. Jamie, to you have. Jamie, but you I just I'm having fun. through. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not so fun for anybody do. watching it, but it's fun as fuck for me. So,
0: um,
1: you can tell we're over an hour in. I start dropping the f bomb.
0: I feel like we've only been here for like ten or fifteen. minutes. That's what's really yeah, yeah. cool about my job as well. Yeah. Um, it's it, this is fun. Like it, it's not a job. It's it's just fun.
1: So I, I I love that. So when you do a barrel pick with somebody. Um, it because store owners like you know, like you know Tony and, and Joe, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the guys at Harper and the and the and the and the, the red the red wagon and and the other uh, uh, beverage and, yep. warehouse uh these cats uh something with an f Foddy, he's like uh, something like that with that cat
0: Foddy, uh over at uh center nope at um, south this yeah he's over here in commerce yeah Benstein. yeah that's Ste- coming in he so has a barrel coming in those
1: guys i mean I, I you don't have to sit and go through these tastes with oh, yeah. them they've 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 tasted they 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 kind of mm. know right no Oh, you do. You do go through each of the tastes with them when you yeah. do this.
0: Yeah. So it's it's usually like a three hour process. It's not sure. to pick um, a barrel. To yeah. Pick so this. with normal barrels, you know, you get three samples, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, pick A, B, or that, C." Yeah. And do your thing, right? Um. And with this, people come in and they're like, "Okay, I have a half an hour," and I'm like, "No, that's <laughs> that's, that's not what we're doing today. This <laughs> is what we're doing today." So basically, everything that I've done with you today is going through a pick and figuring out, mm-hmm. you know, what you like. Did you like the nose on this one? Did you like the palette? Did you like the finish? How do you Mm -hmm, want to put it mm -hmm. together? And who do you want to sell it to? Ah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Because just a barrel, I don't know if you can get into the number. But if somebody's, if you can't, "Ah, we can't really talk about it. But uh, because you can't do that anymore. There was a day where it's like if Matt and I, because we're independently wealthy. I'm a high school teacher. He's a bank teller. You know, we could just go down to Kentucky and buy a barrel, yeah, you know. I mean that, that that actually used to be a reality if you mm-hmm. had the cash. You can't do you can't do that anymore. There's regulations and things and you can't just walk Three-tier in and buy system, a uh, yeah. yeah. So it but there used there was a day back in the day <laughs> Now you're. What's the problem? You're fighting in a basement. That's the problem. Anyway, um, hey, I don't know. I'm, I'm a channeling a bit. So. so I just demoted you a little bit. I apologize. A little bit, but uh, but no. So it, it I'll
0: make sure you get samples to make up for it. You
1: can't. You can't just go down about. But if someone were to go and, and, and buy one. Um, it, what's, what's the cost on a, a barrel? What's a,
0: so we don't determine costs. Okay, um, fair play. We can't. And that's
1: the states and all yeah. that shenanigans? So we
0: can't. Um, fixing costs, that would be illegal. Um, so it depends on state minimum, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and each state is different. Um, this is one of the higher price barrels for sure. Right.
1: Yeah. But that's interesting because – okay, so you –
0: but this also no, gives okay, you two hundred and forty so bottles, whereas so if you're guaranteed, picking, so like uh, Joe was talking about the Angel uh, Share, the Angel that, Share, in yeah. his barrel of Four Roses, and I absolutely love Four Roses, and I miss Al tremendously. Yeah, but um, he only got what fifty six bottles,
1: right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, with this, so we are taking a fully matured Maker's Mark barrel mm-hmm. at cast strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dump mm-hmm. it into a cistern. And um, we take the head off the barrel. So the top two rings on the barrel, we take those off. We take the head out. We put the 10 staves inside. um, And then we refill it. There's like this high-powered whiskey hose. It's absolutely fantastic. You guys would love it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's like the best water fountain on the planet. Um, And we refill it back up. And for nine weeks, it sits in cool temperatures. So under 55 degrees. Mm. And you're not losing that angel share. So you get 240 bottles-ish bottles ish yeah. give or take you know yeah, yeah, six yeah. bottles
1: but I mean somebody you like you said you know 60 yeah. bottles 70 bottles I mean uh you can really lose a lot when you just a barrel picks because yeah. I've, I've I've, some' I've like why the hell is this so expensive I've been in a store and they're like well we only got X number you know we paid yeah. for it and we only got so many bottles out of it and you're like oh okay well uh, okay 100, 175 bucks okay I get it you know yeah. it's like a pass,
0: <laughs> And it depends on where it was in the warehouse. Right, right, um, right, right. Back when I was mm. um, on the other side of things, when I was a GM, we had picked a couple different Knob Creek barrels. Mm-hmm. And each one of the barrels had a different yield to them. And, uh, you know, th- that mm. was confusing to me at the beginning. And then once it was explained like, oh, this one, you know, this one was a 10-year or 12-year and this one was, you know, higher up in mm-hmm. X warehouse – Totally makes a difference.
1: So you have you're like a mad scientist too in your in your bag of tricks here. You got like vials and beakers and and measuring and eyedroppers and 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 so you have these. Uh, so you're going to pull as you're sitting here with the 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 person who's picking the barrel, either the bar, the bartender, or a retail outlet, and you're going to create uh, a mix in in a vial there, mm-hmm. uh, and you're like, okay, so this is, you know, the two, two, three, one, two, or it's the two, one, three, two, two, uh, you know, whatever the, the, the and, combination is, one of the one thousand, whatever one of the one thousand and one combinations, uh, of Dalmatians, it might possibly be. <laughs> As um, long as
3: it as long as it equals ten,
1: yes. You're
0: okay. Yeah, it has to equal ten, and there's no like halfies. Like right, you right. can't say, uh, "I want like uh, six and a half mocha." You know, it has to be a full <laughs> one. Um, so, like technologically, um, Kentucky is is in a certain place, and people have a certain perception. But we have uh, wooden poker chips, mm. and I always say that we are super technologically savvy sure. um, in Kentucky. So we we consider each stave as a poker chip, and we lay it out on a little board. Mm-hmm. And then um, we go through the first iteration. We're like, okay, what do you think you want? And they'll say, and sometimes I lead a little bit more. Sometimes I hang back because they know more so what they want. And that first iteration might not be what they want. And then I'll go in and say, okay, if you could change it and fix it, um, what would you add, subtract? Do you want a bigger nose? Do you want um, a smaller palette? Do you want a longer finish? And then we evolve that barrel um, in different iterations of that pick, So you might have six or seven different iterations Yeah, and you're sitting around and, you know, I get to be Mr. Wizard or yeah, Dave, yeah. not the science guy for a minute. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Right. So you do in that, and, the, the and, and, measured
1: vials and mm-hmm. then you, you pour it out and just, okay, here we've mixed it up and yep. here's, here's, here's pretty darn close what it's going to be. Exactly. Uh, Wow. Okay. They, and so, and, but yeah. everybody's
3: everybody's taste profile is so subjective. So yeah. when you're going through that process, you really have to understand what they're looking for. And that's and, where and the diplomacy
0: comes is. in because a lot of times we have some, <laughs> some big personalities and one person is way over sure, here yeah. and another person is way over here. And, right. And you have to figure out what people are actually saying. So a lot of times the language that we use isn't. We, we say something that we don't exactly mean and we think other people know exactly what we mean and I think that that in lies a, a problem with communication so I have to kind of decode that
3: Right, so with your beakers and your droppers, do you bring a couch along to to psychological? Is this uh, a while yeah. everybody at the same time? All
1: right,
0: sometimes
1: hit me, Mick, hit me. Let's right. try these two uh, blends. So we got uh, what? What store picked these? What store did this come on? So out
0: of? Maria's did these, and
1: Maria's. I haven't been to Maria's, Matt. That's a place we gotta go and visit because I've heard like really good things about them. Because uh, we got our good friends. I mean, like Tony. At Tony's the, at absolutely the, amazing. I, I love him. Yep. Um, I want to do – we should do the next one that we do in Tony's bunker. Have you been in his bunker? It's he,
0: fantastic. Did you see the picture of Darsh <laughs> with every bourbon yeah. turns out as pee? It's, it's, <laughs> I love it. I yes. love it so much.
1: So the next one we do uh, – because we recorded a few mm-hmm. uh, shows in the bunker. Um, the next one we do uh, – think of what what could we do in the bunker? What would be fun for me, you, Tony, and Matthew to, to sit around and, and do? So potter I mean, it. And we'll get, Yeah. Yeah. So we'll and, sit around and- We can, and, uh, bring, we can, we
0: can bring Tara into maybe it we can. Well. Maybe yeah, we can do some cocktails. Let's bring a bartender Yeah, in. oh my gosh, that would be mm. absolutely great. All
1: right, so let's do that with a bartender next mm-hmm. time. Uh, but yeah, can I trouble you to
0: pour me? Yeah, yeah. Those? Okay. Gonna, like, so this is, so Lenny um, is- the owner of Maria's. Yeah. And they wanted to do something. So I got a phone call yeah. and they said, Hey, the guy at Maria's, he's a really good guy. <laughs> he wants to do, and this is like some inside baseball. He loves Weller. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I can't do a pick that, you know, tastes like Weller. So one of the gentlemen that was there um, in the bourbon group actually bought. Uh, brought a bottle of Weller in, and we tasted them side by side. And I've done this numerous times with the Maker's Cask and the Weller. Um, okay. I am definitely biased, but even in a blind, um, the Maker's Cask won hands down with the huh. with the whole group. Okay. So we kind of started over um, and figured out what we wanted to do, and they could not decide on. They they came down to two. I think we did seven or eight different iterations, Mm -hmm. and some people really liked um, the toasted caramel pecan, which we named later, and some people really, really liked the buttery flaky crust. And um, Lenny came up with this fantastic idea. He's like, let's do both, and let's try them together. So um, he's so smart. It's such a great story because you try them separate, and there's only one state of difference very very different and they're different components of a pecan pie. Oh. And then you add ah. them to so you buy both, add them together another completely different whiskey. So you basically Oh, so you
1: like you actually blend oh yeah. my god. Crazy. He's a marketing genius. He really is. We I, should hire him. That's uh that's evil. That is evil genius. Mm-hmm. Much applause. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. And I will say, I'm so,
1: smelling different stuff already.
0: It's crazy, it, it, absolutely crazy. And my husband, so I'm the I'm the drinker in the house. My husband will, you know, have his Stella or his Corona, and that's right, about right. it. And he likes to Stella, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think we do that every once in a while. Um, but I think he I woke my wife up. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Matt! Are you okay? <laughs> like, yes, baby. Yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> um, yes, <here>. he absolutely <laughs> loves these. These are his favorite. He gets on his work calls and he he tells people of the. He's like, "This is what my wife does for a living." Um, and you know they'll have virtual happy hours, but these are two of his favorites.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, the totally toasted, right? The toasted caramel pecan, pecan. That uh, pecan there. Uh, the toasted caramel um sweeter yeah on on my nose
0: super caramely yeah yeah yeah. baked sugar butter really really rich
1: just but the name was deceiving well buttery flake i I was almost expecting a a sweeter out of the the butter in in my head just from the name
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um just a little richer um on on the nose on the buttery one Uh, is there one i should taste first
0: Whichever
1: one you want. Um, are are they coming in? What are the proofs? Uh, 55.25 and 55.7. Yep. So 110, 111.
0: Yeah, these were right next to each other, aged, so, uh, matured at the same time. Um,
1: so, yeah, nearly the same proof. Yep. That one's one beta <laughs> 11, 111. Oh, it's right. one betta. Alright, I'm going to can get I can, get, sweet I can get
3: five minute abs in four minutes.
1: <laughs> this is what I gotta put up with all the time. Is
0: it one of those grill things that you just like strap on? Have you seen those? And a little spray paint. Yeah. hmm I don't think that would work with me. It would be a little bit That's uh there's a
1: there's a there's a lot of uh, taste in the 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 pecan though.
0: Yeah, you get a lot a lot more roasted notes.
1: Ooh the nut is like really late.
0: Yeah. The, Coffee.
1: The yeah, the I was yeah, I was like nutty but okay.
0: Super yeah it's super nutty. Late, late late. Now which kind of what kind of nut are we talking about? Are we talking about like hazelnuts? Are we talking about walnuts, pecans, like Ooh. Is it toasted? Is Come it raw?
1: Yeah darker darker walnuts. Mm. Yep.
0: Hmm.
1: What is late and it's like in the mid back? It's not in the back, but it's not up front.
0: It's like three quarters away on your tongue. Three quarters.
1: <laughs> that would be that would be it. Not quite up front. Not in the back. Three quarters.
0: Right there in that spot.
1: <laughs> Man, Greta, thank you. My God, oh my gosh, this is we're fun. not we're not done yet. But I just <laughs> this is I'm, I'm you're being so gracious, and, and we're like prattling on for like forever here, and and. Uh,
0: no that's
3: what it's about I think. Okay so so Greta honestly I just at least maybe last for 25 to 30 minutes. You you've kept us enthralled with your your knowledge for almost an hour and a half. So Wow. I cannot tell you how 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 amazing it is for your time to sit with us and kind of walk us through Maker's Mark and all the variations of of what is going on and your knowledge is just astonishing.
1: Yeah, that's uh, impressive.
0: Thank you. I feel like I, I learn new things every day. I always like to be the dumbest person in the room. Yeah.
1: Um, well, and, and, you know, even someone, you know, just like, oh, it tastes like this to me. And you're like, oh, you know, okay, because <laughs> I, I, I get I'll probably, like you said, being a diplomat. I mean, probably a lot of your job is coaching people to a good decision because a barrel, mm-hmm. whatever it is, is not cheap
0: no it's a big it's, investment it's a
1: big investment
0: Yeah, i want you to be happy with it
1: and yeah and uh and they gotta they gotta either you know they gotta they gotta sell it they gotta move it you gotta move it in their in their restaurant bar or yep. they gotta they gotta move it off their shelves um yeah you know when somebody's stuck with something so uh, all the little things that we've been saying you might pick up new you know quirky little
0: it's all about perspective
3: all absolutely the so yeah this was a lot having...
1: sweeter tasting than Uh-oh. it smelled the yeah. the buttery flaky crust <laughs> oh, pardon um there was a lot there was a the 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 because the, the, butter isn't really sweet but uh I, I guess that the 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 crusty part of it, the buttery, crusty part, because crusts are sweet.
0: So when I smell this, it smells drier to me. It smells, so when we're talking about... smells like a crust. It it does. It smells like a crust that came out of the oven. Sometimes something smells doughy, like you just rolled out a a pie crust and it isn't quite baked yet. This smells like it just came out of the oven. So it's dry, it's flaky, Mm -hmm. uh, all those things that connote um, a little bit of dryness, but it tastes very, very different.
1: This smells... Like, like this tastes right so you get the 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 the, the, the smell here is reminiscent uh, uh, it's not the same but it's reminiscent of, of this taste mm-hmm. um, not the same though
0: totally and not. then
1: oh, I gotta go back to the taste on this one
0: now did you save any of the pecan or am mm. I gonna have to give you more because you're gonna have to put them together
1: no I'm on the pecan okay. I, I killed the I killed <laughs> I killed the butter I killed the butter it was a lighter pour on the butter yeah it was, I swear. Alright, just a drop.
0: Alright, so you need more of the butter, right? This
1: is stronger. This is the the the, the pecan, the caramel pecan. It's a lot it's, more robust for it's, sure. It's uh yeah, it's a lot a lot more strength than it. Alright, so now I add them together? Yep. I'm making pie. Matthew, look, I just made a pie. Three point one four.
0: <laughs> was that billy madison which which adam's no, I'm,
1: I'm, no I'm
3: getting an uber on the phone <laughs> right
1: now. <laughs> oh holy shiitake mushrooms all right yeah that changed when up Jamie the starts nose
3: making of it pie, he starts cooking um, yeah look out
1: <laughs> foosball all right all right oh uh, this is uh so it keeps that heavier the it kept the heavier nose mm-hmm. kept the much heavier nose
0: but again, it now it's a brand new whiskey.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: What you got, Jamie?
0: Wow. I'm, I'm
1: getting that that the, uh, the, I'm back to the 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 closer to the the 46 and that cotton candy, not cotton candy, but that candy that sugar. confectionary
0: sugar, sugar like mm-hmm, the powdered mm-hmm, sugar. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, but I wasn't getting out of that out of either. That's the powdered sugar that you sprinkle on top of the pie before you serve it. Uh, it's coming in when you put those two together for me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that sugar, not, not sugary, but that sugar, that powdered sugar. Like if yeah. You walk
0: into a really nice bakery and you kind of just have that smell because it's in the air. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, this combined. Yeah, I could do I could do a couple of glasses of that with a, a, a cigar, a light wrapper cigar. Ooh. Sounds couple so glasses like that. of that—that would be—that that, that would be, that's that would where, be the
3: that's where Tony might come in to kind of help us down that path. Do a couple we cigars on those too. Yeah.
1: That's it. So we have a couple shows planned for you, Greta. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> we have we have one with our bartender friend, <laughs> yep, uh, and then we'll do another with a cigar friend, uh, there and we'll you go. we'll do up uh, we'll do up some cigars. So so ponder that. What uh, do we want to do? Forty six, or do we want to do cask uh, on a on a cigar we'll pairing.
0: Tony is getting a 46 cask in. That's going to be his (sighs) barrel. So uh, he did 10 staves of 46. So it's going to come in as a cask. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. And what's fun to do with that, um, as as an ex-bartender, and it's something that I hold near and dear to my heart for the rest of my life, um, pairing the whiskeys and bitters and cigars. mm -hmm. And making... Making these bourbons into really, really fantastic old fashions is so much fun to just work with cigars.
1: I think we got our girl on tap for exactly that. Uh, Tara loves her bitters. She uh, yes. she's uh, she's uh, she got me into because most recipes call for like three dashes. Mm-hmm. She always goes like six to eight. eight
0: oh
1: nine. yeah, yeah. Um, it's and, like
0: bartender and salt and pepper.
1: Yeah, it, it is, it is right? cuz we we've done it and and we had cocktails in here and it's like when I make cocktails at home they're just never quite I follow the freaking recipes and they're never quite right. And then she did she did one in here and it was just like the one she served me, you know, when we were at, you know, Jay's Speakeasy or uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Detroiter or wherever she was. And uh I'm like, "What's the difference?" She goes, "Well, I go heavy on the bitters." She goes, yeah. "I go And that that's the thing about when you a mixologist is really important. Um, when, it come, when it comes to that stuff. Well,
0: it's like a little Italian grandma, right? Yeah. So they always want to There's feed you.
2: Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but
0: uh, some of them are. Yeah. But <laughs> um, they, they measure things with love. They know things instinctually. And different years behind uh-huh. the bar, you're going to know like, and certain bitters go really well with certain whiskeys and bourbons mm-hmm. and they don't go well in other cocktails or with other bourbons. Mm. Same thing with um, simple syrups. People are like, oh, simple syrup, whatever. You can make simple syrup with any base that you want. It doesn't have to be water, and you can do so many fantastic things.
1: She does, wow. and she did. She had this tea infused one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing some stuff with uh, some Joe Lewis bourbon, and uh, she did uh, some coffee infused stuff. And and yeah. uh, she's she's done some just she's done some really cool stuff for us. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna tack her in on some makers. Oh, that sounds uh, so much fun!
3: Uh, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, uh, smoke. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I this. Is, I I thought Matt, you and I would do this one alone, but maybe we'll bring Tara. I want to because it's like at the bars you'll get this uh, smoke infused cocktail yeah. Um, yeah. where they smoke them, and they have and then a lot of bars have like these crazy contraptions, you know, these massive <laughs> boxes, and you or... gotta know that there's like just mm. uh, a, a simpler one you can get on the eBay, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, pretty yeah. easy and quick. Uh, to, to smoke your cocktail. So I want to I want to see if we can order find one of those that's like reasonably priced, Matt. That uh, we What's can. What's your
0: price range? Like a smoking can, gun is fantastic.
1: Okay. What? Uh, yeah. I don't so, know. So um,
0: chefs use it. It was it started by chefs. So if you want to smoke something to really, do the easy, brulee is the kind of yeah that like kind of. If you want to smoke yeah. something tiny, like uh, some scallops or something, so it has like just a little intake valve. You put your um your chips in there, whatever flavor, chips mm-hmm. you want to put in there, um, you light it, and then it, there's a little hose that comes off, and yeah. you smoke it. But what's really fun to do, you make your cocktail in a bottle, like a 750, Yeah. Um, you smoke the bottle, you put the lid back on, and you just shake it for... 15, 20 seconds and you have a smoked cocktail and you can batch it that way. Uh, and then it does, it. I mean, holy. you can still do some really cool things. Oh
1: uh, We did a tasting for a, a, a bourbon at uh, the butter run. Cause mm-hmm. you work, you work with a guy, what's his name again? Bob, Dave. Dave, 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 Dave at the butter run. Uh, he's awesome too, man. Yeah. The, the selection of the butter run.
0: It's, Oh my gosh, it's crazy, crazy and fantastic.
1: I, but here's the thing. Dave has got some stuff. Yeah. He's got some stuff upstairs I got to go upstairs twice.
0: Well, you are a lucky, lucky man. He a, has a fantastic collection, and he's such—he's so, so giving. Yes, he's such a hospitable host. Like he understands uh, the industry mm-hmm. so well. Like, try this. Let's share it. Yeah, he's—he's he's amazing.
1: So, but we did a tasting for a, a new. It was three quart bourbon. Neil Garrado's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we did a taste, we did a tasting in, in like the private room upstairs. We had like, we had, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 people yeah, from, like, yeah, uh, the yeah, Michigan yeah, yeah. Bourbon Club. And, uh, you know, but they brought it, we brought a bartender in, which turned into a total craziness, but she had this big pan and she had like chips. And just yeah. like, uh, uh you know, so you would put in like the barbecue grill chips yeah. and she like had to like oh. one of those little toaster guns and she like burnt them all up and then she was putting glasses upside down on them because she was making cocktails for 30 people. Right. So she was trying to smoke 30, co- she was killing it, you know? And uh, so it was crazy. And I'm like, man, there's got to be like a way that you could do that at home. There's probably some little cool little contraption somewhere. And that was one of my goals for this year is to do like a, a fun... Attainable smoked cocktail at home where, one, you're not setting off your, your smoke detector or Alexa isn't turning on the sprinklers on you. Alexa, <laughs> turn off the damn sprinklers. What are you
0: nuts? That happened for my grandmother's <laughs> 100th birthday party. We lit all the candles. And at this point, we were in Erie and she was at St. Mary's home. The firemen came. The whole place oh. shut down. And she, my grandmother, who...
1: Was it was it the fireman? It was like, did somebody start a fire? Bow, chicka, bow, bow, bow. No, gran- not those kind of firemen.
0: Well, my grandmother, who was 100, she was like, ooh. Any ooh.
1: fireman's about chicka, yeah, bow, she bow at was, that point. She
0: was so excited. She's, She's like, like <laughs> who brought the entertainment? I was like, oh my gosh, you're 100 years old, but gives me hope. Gives That's me hope.
1: it. That's, I love it. Yeah. Oh, Greta. My god. Brenda, we
3: have so much in store for you. 2021 is going to be an
1: amazing year with yeah. you. No, no, this is thank great. You. This is so much fun. Thank you. Um if Matt was here, it, it just uh, we'll the party you. wouldn't end, <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly. That's uh <laughs> but uh, that uh, super generous. Uh super thank you. Matthew. Yes, sir. You sir have a parting gift.
0: I bring presents.
1: I do. You do. Oh. You do. You have yourself a oh. uh, 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 Maker's Mark to go. Aww. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Look Thank at that. you. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah. uh, I, Actually, Matt, you ain't got shit. I got two. <laughs> 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 Show up next time, mofo. <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. This was super kind. Um, this is actually, this is how the Man Cave Happy Hour started. Really? Um, yes um i was (laughs) i was cranky (laughs) af uh and my wife was like it was like you know it was september october and she's like we we know dinner we take a walk after dinner Mm -hmm. she's like you're wound up i'm like school she's like get a cocktail get a cigar
0: calm your ass down we're
1: going on a walk yeah (laughs) <laughs> she put the leash on me. No, she didn't put the leash on me. That's Saturdays. <laughs> but, uh, so she's I like, did. we're going on a walk.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Oh it my was, gosh. It was leather. So I get <laughs> I get guy right. That a
1: was my next question. Pull <laughs> She's like, you're pretty wound up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is school. It makes me crazy. She's like, well, you know, what makes you happy? <laughs> and I'm like, bourbon. And, uh. <laughs> drinking and i go i go yeah i had this kind of a side idea i kind of wanted to do a show because i like bourbons but um you know and matt and i are doing this podcasty stuff i go i kind of want to do uh a bourbon thing where we learn about bourbons and cigars and uh and she's like that sounds kind of neat she goes do it and i'm like all right where'd my wife go <laughs> Did
0: she have a cup of cocktails? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She had a glass of wine with her. So we're, yeah, we're walking her neighborhood with wines and bourbons and a cigar. We're those people. Perfect and afternoon. the dog, you know. And so it was, you know, so it was, and, and, and she's like, do that. And I'm like, ah, all right. And then I call Matt. I'm like, hey, Matt. He's like, what? I'm like, I want to do a show. I go, it's going Man- to call, it's going to, it's going to call, it's going to be called Man Cave Happy Hour. He's like, what'd you say? Man came happy hour. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> I was Great like, I'm idea. gonna do it. He had no idea. No, had no idea. And I had no idea what it was gonna be. Um and but that that's how it kind of started. I was like, yeah. We we did a cocktail on the road. And so when you pulled those out earlier, I was like,
0: Oh, that's yeah. how it started. <laughs> um rabbit holes. So you follow those rabbit holes, yeah. so you never really know where they're gonna go.
1: Well, that was it. And then and then and, then and, and we shaped things and did things. But but thank you for for being here and the the lovely parting gifts. Yeah, you're welcome. And, thank uh, you for oh, having me. This is fun. Um I yeah I don't want it to Greta, end. It,
3: Greta, it's not the last time we're going to have you in the man cave. Yeah. We're going to have you here multiple times.
1: So we're going to yeah. do cool stuff. I, Greta I, I was promise, talking
3: about I promise I won't look like this. I will be, be in person in the flesh. But part of you what you do
1: right now, is time. like you do reach out for bartenders too, right? Yeah, and uh so we're yeah. going to do something cool with bartenders and 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 connect them with good thinking and uh
0: And I honestly would love to do like hikes. That would be fantastic because yeah. it gets you in a different frame of mind. Yeah. We kind of need that. And yeah. you said that you like it and you never know what you're going to come up with when you're walking out and having a bourbon.
1: Excellent. All right. So, um, so makers, if people, is there a website for makers? Is there uh, makersmark.com? Pff, that's easy enough. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, you can with like
3: M A K E R S like Definitely.
1: Sean did earlier, you can go there and become an ambassador and you yep. get a cool uh, Dude. little Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Dude, he-
3: he heard, he did, and here he is, an ambassador, just like that. And we, we're going to enjoy a barrel at one point in time.
1: So, <laughs> so that'd be cool. Uh, Man Cave happy hour, mancave happy com on all the socials. Uh, same thing. Uh, if you're listening to this and you got this far, God love you and, uh, <laughs> leave a comment, <laughs> like, subscribe. My mom isn't even listening anymore. Oh, it's, geez. uh, you know. But uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Appreciate you. Matt Fox, I appreciate you more than you would know. Jay- Jamie,
3: yeah. my wife is in the next room, and she's not listening anymore either. So <laughs> if you stuck with us the entire time,
1: thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, till next time. Uh Brenda, See ya. Ch- cheers. Farewell. Appreciate <laughs>
0: it. Cheers.